Chestnut of the Day. Leesburg Sweet Trees Bakery thanks you for shopping locally, and they look forward to seeing you again soon. Welcome in to the morning sports desk for this 7th of April. We have Corey joining us. Hi. Hey. Uh, still snowing. Yep, sure is. Not great. Not not great baseball weather, but it's not great baseball weather. You know, it, it is opening day after all. You think the weather might be a little bit accommodating? It's opening day around Major League Baseball today, except for the Minnesota Twins and Seattle Mariners, and the uh, Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees. I was going to say, did anybody else get delayed? I think that's the only other game. I think I think most other ones. And yesterday we talked a little bit about like why baseball continues to put like a lot of early April games in Minnesota and then make a lot of the southern western teams travel north. Uh I get that Minnesota isn't the only uh cold weather city that plays baseball outside, but I still feel like they get the short end of the stick on I that. I mean one. half the teams are you know probably you know southernish teams. Yeah. Or at least teams with a retractable roof like Milwaukee. Right. Like last season they started in Milwaukee. That would have been perfect. Yeah, I have, I mean, I, I have, uh, I got nothing to add. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous that, I mean, it's, oh, is it unlucky? Yeah, sure, of course it's a little unlucky, but it's, it's not like, it's unexpected. Yeah, it's not like you can go, wow, gosh, there's snow in April. If you schedule it for Los Angeles on April 7th and 8th, and it's 41 degrees and rainy, maybe snowy in L.A. for one t- once a decade, you can be like, that's unlucky. You're, you know, you go, to the, you go to the Rangers or something like that. Oh, my gosh, it's 38 degrees with freezing rain. That happens once a year. Yeah. That's unlucky. This is Minnesota. We're not even halfway through April yet. Yeah, they had the they had their work, their first official workout at Target Field yesterday and there was an interesting quote from Byron Buxton where uh, they asked him uh about playing outside and he's like we really hadn't even noticed anything. Like we like to them they've been in Florida for a month. So they right. they are not looking at the forecast in Minneapolis. And he's like they get back and like Miguel Sano they asked you know Miguel Sano's like I don't have a jacket and Byron's like we all looked around and realized we all don't have jackets either right now. Right. Like they're like it's really funny if like every they're not that they're unprepared but they're just they're not expecting it. That's no, like they've been in Florida for the past month and now they get to go to Miguel Sano's from the Dominican Republic. You think he has a winter jacket? I mean, probably not readily available. No, absolutely not. He doesn't have one in the back of his closet, probably. No, and he's not been important enough to ever go on a winter caravan. No. And even if he did, that would have been three years ago. He's gotten rid of that jacket. Yeah. Or at least it doesn't fit him anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> did you see, uh, and then we're going to get into some twin stuff, but did you see this, uh, do you see this soundbite from Carlos Correa? No. Talking about Byron Buxton? Nope. All right. I'm going to play it here. See what you think. 
This is not my team. This is Byron's team. Um, he's he's the guy that's been around for so long. He's the guy that's led these guys to multiple playoff uh, seasons. And uh, you know, I believe that his talent and 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 his leadership. This is team. I I come here and I want to help. Um, you know, build that championship culture with him and with the other guys that have been around for so long. Um, so I never, I've never felt like this is my team or I will never feel like that. I do feel like I can bring things to, uh, to this ball club um, in order for us to win championships. So uh, that's what I want to do. I want to build that chemistry with my teammates. I want to get better every single day next to them and ultimately achieve that goal. That's courtesy of KSTP Sports. Uh, but what does that stand out to you at all? Anything pop out to you with that quote? Not really. I mean, those like, there's nothing that stands out that isn't like, it's all true. Yeah. Right. It's Byron Buxton's team, and he was brought in to help build a championship culture and be a really good player. Yeah. I got that. The. Are you? you, I guess if you're asking me to like cherry pick or like to nitpick, read the tea leaves, Corey. It's that he is. Uh, first of all, he's a professional. Like, that's the first thing. Yeah. That's the first thing, is this is like, he's just a pro, and he knows how to answer questions. He knows how to tell people that a Juicy Lucy is his favorite team, or is his favorite food. He uh, knows how to find pictures of the Minnesota State Fair when he would visit as a, an from opponent. T- from, like, 2015. There's, uh, there's diving for a ball up the middle that he has no reason to die for for any reason at all other than to, um, uh, you know, appear and come across and, and be a good teammate. Make a and statement. And kind of set the standard and make a statement. That's the term I was looking for. Uh, for his teammates. Like, this matters. Every little bit of this matters. I matter. You guys matter. I'm going to try hard for you. All of those sorts of things. I think, um, the, I that, think is, that is the, like... That's that's the like. There's nothing to talk about, so let's talk about this for a little bit. Kind of answer, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I think the one thing you could read is like this guy's like, he's not saying it, but he's ultimately like, I'm here for a year. I'm not here to come in and be in charge. I'm here to come in, have a great season, and we'll see what next year lies. I think that's, I think if you're gonna encapsulate it in anything, but what I think was he, the question he, though. What? What was the question? Um. I'm not sure what led up to that, but I wonder if it was a leadership. I wonder if it's just like how he could. I'm gonna guess it's something about how he could be a leader on the, this team. And, I mean, to be fair, that's fine if you want to nitpick that uh, that way. I'm not saying it's a general but, like b- bad nitpick. I'm just saying like I think he's self aware enough to go. This is my role. Yeah, I think that's fine. But also, like, what do we care about next year for? Like this year starts today or tomorrow you know what i mean yeah like there is that yeah that's he's he's self-aware enough he's shown to be a professional in every sense of the like as far as playing and taking care of your business off the field and and looking ahead but we got an entire season to play like i don't and he does look really nice in a twins cap by the way uh, yeah yeah i don't think he cares about next year yet no that's not I don't think that's so. That's not important. It's now if they start the season 0 and 11 like they did in 2017 or whatever year that was. 2016. 2016. Yeah. Now we're going to have some concern. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the season, you know what I'm like? I sure, maybe. I'm going to answer your question by saying maybe. There's tea leaves to read there. But like 
Aren't you excited for tomorrow? Oh, no, I'm 100%. He gets to play in the game. How do you imagine he feels? I don't know. I think that's cool. Carlos Correa is plays for my favorite baseball team. That is going to be fun, and it may only last for a year, but le- I'm going to enjoy it for Who all Who cares? I would say this, CJ. Stop putting a disclaimer on it. Let's just enjoy it. Don't even put that part on it. Do you, you golf much? Uh, if no. You, if you step up to the tee box and you're like, there's water right there. Oh, my God. I hope I don't hit it in there. Thing, bad things are going to happen. And I'm not saying if you put a positive thought in your head that it's not going to go in the water, but this is the same thing. Like, the season starts tomorrow. I don't care if he's on the team next year at all because I'm not even thinking about next year. That's... Just, just take those words out of your mouth. <laughs> he plays for your team this year. That's all that matters. Yeah, for sure. And... What do you think of that? No, I... I think you uh, hit it right on the head. I felt like I was chewing out my son there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to trade for that Padres guy? Uh, so that was what I was going to say. Speaking of this year's team, uh, the Twins, according to MLB insider Ken Rosenthal, who knows his stuff, uh, he said that the Twins are trying to trade for Padres starting pitcher Chris Paddock. Now, he's a young guy. He still has like two to three more years of team control, so he's obviously a guy who would stick around. Um, he made his, he had a really good rookie season in 2019, ha, hasn't quite put together some strong seasons the last couple of years, but is an intriguing young arm. Uh, the only thing is what it would cost to, re- to get in return. And a lot of people speculate and myself included a former out, uh, a corner outfielder would be a guy to trade, whether it's somebody like Larnick, whether it's somebody even like a Max Kepler, um, who do you, who you trade to make that deal? The tw- Brent Rooker and probably other prospects, but the Twins have a bunch of corner outfielders who they have to figure out what to do with because they're all major league ready. So uh, they have a few they could get rid of there, but the Padres seem interested in Taylor Rogers because in the NL West there's a lot of really good left-handed hitters. So you need a solid left-handed option like Taylor Rogers. Would you trade Taylor Rogers, Corey? Um, I don't know anything about this guy, and I don't. I, I, ah, they need starters, right? Like, is this who is he? Who? Where does he notch into the starting lineup? Uh, well, they have uh, you, Darvish, uh, Blake Snell, no, Joe Musgrove. No, where does he notch into the Twins' starting lineup? Oh, for the Twins, he would probably kind of notch in that middle. Middle of the rotation. He's not, definitely not a, a an ace, but he's a nice young option with some upside. And Rodgers has been your closer for the most part and has been inconsistent. Yeah. But but fine. Mm-hmm. Pro- the most... I would say, yeah, he's definitely the, the bullpen's number one option. He And keep in mind this, though, Corey. He only has one year left on his contract. Uh... I mean, I think starters are more important than bullpen arms. See, I think that too. I so yesterday, a lot of people on social media for who follow the Twins were it was very split. There were a lot of people saying like, "You can't trade Rogers; he's the best bullpen piece you have." And that Twins bullpen doesn't have a lot of proven options. But there's also a lot of people like uh, who talk about what you just said, which is starting pitching is a very important. And if you have a really good rotation, that kind of takes away. Not a ton, but it also takes a lot of pressure off of the bullpen because the pitchers can go an extra inning or two and you're putting less stress on your relievers and you can kind of play with the matchups a little bit more. Um, 
See, the bullpen has become more and more important um, than it ever was. Just listen to Burt Blylevin broadcast ever. <laughs> um, and and I am not taking away from any of that because, of course, that's that's the truth. I wonder sometimes if it matters who the arm actually is in the bullpen. Like, I think the bullpen is important, and it's important to have good arms, but I don't know if it matters who that arm is as long as it's good. You know what I'm... Does that make sense? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a name brand as long as they can get outs. It doesn't matter. Correct. Yeah. And and I think that's true. I think just having a solid lefty like Rodgers, I think for this team, I... I... I want the Twins to make a trade for a pitcher. I do. And I know the classic tw- are the classic knock on Twins fans is trade for good players. And then they'll make a trade and they'll trade some good players over because that's the price of doing business. And then we all go, whoa, not like that. So if it was a corner outfielder, you'd feel better about it? I would feel better. I would actually feel better if the Twins traded Kepler. Like a, a somebody who's in their starting lineup and has been there for years. I would feel better if the Twins traded Kepler and a pitching prospect. But the thing is with, if it's for Chris Paddock, I'm okay with trading Rodgers, by the way. If you can get, if it goes in a deal for like a Frankie Montes from Oakland. But Chris Paddock isn't a top of the rotation. He, I don't know how much he pushes the Twins over the edge, considering the Twins have a lot of young pitching prospects who are kind of in that same caliber. Now they're unproven as Paddock. Yeah, I don't, uh, this, this, Paddock this is the pitcher from San Diego. This would be one of those where if it happened, I'd be like, okay, I don't know who that guy is, but cool. And if it doesn't happen, I'll be like, I never knew who that guy was anyway, so cool. Um, I have, I have, uh, I'm without much of an opinion on this. I don't know that how helpful in this entire conversation I can actually be. <laughs> I, I just think the biggest thing is, uh, is that in, I'm willing to trade Rodgers and I think Twins, I think I don't think the Twins front office is beholden to Taylor Rogers. And if you look at how they build bullpens right. and really how they build uh their rosters, it's very much they're very one in two years and you're out of here. There's not a lot of guys they don't sign people to contracts more than unless you're Byron Buxton m- more than right. three years. And I mean Josh Donaldson was a four year, but he's gone after two. So like this is a front office that really doesn't and they don't get, for lack of a better term, uh, loyal isn't the right word, but they're just a team that doesn't get too like, oh my gosh, this is, he's been with us forever. Like we have to. And the interesting question, follow up to that is, is that the twins thing? Is that these guys thing? Or is that like a league wide thing? Like you think about traditionally bullpen arms, unless it's the closer. I think most teams rifle through a lot of bullpen arms. Right. It's I, a lot of guys they find off waivers from another team. They find yes. a guy, they're like, let's tweak this and see if we can fix him and, and a lot of stuff like that. So right. uh, I don't know if a trade gets done. A lot of Padres trades usually get leaked before they happen, and then they either fall apart or they look vastly different from what was first reported. Yeah. So we'll see. A uh, final thing, and then we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, the Wolves play tonight. They play San Antonio. They should win, uh, but they need to win out. They play the Bulls uh, this weekend. They need to win those two games. Denver needs to lose their next two to get the sixth seed. Otherwise, it's over, and they're playing the Clippers at the Target Center. What do you think is going to happen? Well, uh, Denver plays Memphis tonight. That should be a nice game. Um, 
It's a home game. And then they close out at home versus the Lakers. So they're going to go at least one and one. Yeah. It's not going to happen, and that's okay. Yeah. So I don't, that's, that, that's a very simple breakdown, but they're not losing to the Lakers. No. And I think the Wolves box themselves into that corner. So yeah, that's fine. For, for lack of a, they do need to play better tonight than they did the other night. Yeah. They played very bad. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they definitely need to play better if they want to get into that final spot, uh, to that sixth seed. But even still, the, they're gonna play the Los Angeles Clippers, who their two star players are gonna be healthy for the postseason. So they're a team that even though they're a worse record than the Wolves, they're a team that's on paper way more talented and we'll have to see, uh, how that play in game shakes out. Either way, it's a very positive season for the Timberwolves who we all didn't expect to win 10 games more than they lost. So either way, this season has been a win for the T-Wolves. That'll do it for the morning sports desk for this Thursday, the 7th of April. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.